Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we're looking at this idea of following Jesus and building a solid faith foundation. Now, as you and I think about our life, Jesus uses a great illustration to draw our attention to houses or buildings and how a house or building is built in comparison to how you and I build our lives. And there's a great correlation there. You and I see houses and buildings everywhere. You may be sitting in one now as you listen, or maybe you're driving to one or you just came from one. Honestly, they're so common, we don't think much about them. But regardless if it's a home, if it's a giant building, a huge tall skyscraper, the most important part of the structure is its foundation. Much time and consideration must take place to ensure that foundation is built correctly. Now, sometimes the foundation we don't see with our eyes. It could be concrete uh, well below the ground. Um, Even if you see a little bit of a brick foundation on a home, many times the footers go deep into the ground, a few feet or more down into the ground. Why is it to give it a solid footing, a solid foundation? If that foundation is crooked, if it's off, if it's it's out of square, the rest of the building is going to be the same way. And so the foundation is absolutely essential to the building and how you and I build. Now, we're going to read a passage here in Luke chapter 6. Jesus makes this uh, illustration here. He says this, And why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, and he could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. And so we want to look here at this idea of building it right. If we're going to be building our life, our faith life, we want to make sure we build it right. And Jesus gives us here two people that are building. And he tells us about one who builds it right and one who does not. So as he talks about these two different people, there is some things or two things that they both do alike. But then from there, the similarities stop. They end. You see, in our passage, both of these people, they hear Jesus's words. Both of these people do go forward to build. They build an actual house. And so, but that's where the similarities end. And so we see the first person here builds on a solid foundation. That's what this first uh, believer built upon. It says this, a man which built a house, he dig deep and he laid a foundation where? On a rock. What does this rock illustrate for you and I as we think about a rock uh, uh, physically and how can we relate that to our lives? Well, a rock is firm. A rock is solid. It has strength. A rock sometimes is unmovable. Sometimes it can be unbreakable just by our hands. A uh, rock, if you've ever been to the mountains, I love the mountains. And maybe you've seen the, the rocks sticking up on top and they just kind of stick out all different ways. You see, they're holding their self. Nothing's, uh, nothing's like forming them. They have their own form in comparison to the sand, as we'll see. Also in Scripture, Jesus Christ is called our rock. 
Now, we notice here in our passage that both people build. Uh, this one person builds what the Bible says. He dig deep and he laid a foundation on a rock. And then it says this, and when the flood arose, not, uh, I mean, automatically these things are going to happen. The flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27 is a correlating passage. And Jesus talks about the wind and the rain coming. And you think about wind on a hot summer day, uh, I, I do landscaping or have done landscaping in the past for myself, and even as I mow grass and do yard work, it's like AC from heaven as it blows against your body. It is so refreshing. It's so nice to sit on the back porch and have a little breeze to keep the bugs away and to keep you cool in the afternoon or the evening. But you let that wind pick up to 60, 80, 90, 120, 150 miles an hour, and what is so refreshing automatically becomes destructive. And the same for rain. We need rain. We need water to be able to drink our crops need rain so that they can grow. Uh, on a hot summer day again, you let it rain and it cools it off and you can go back outside where it was 95 or 100 and the temperature comes back down. That rain is refreshing. That rain is wanted, is needed, but you let that rain come down in 5 or 10 or 15 inches all at one time or here on eastern North Carolina, you let the hurricane come in with all that rain and what is needed, wanted, and refreshing becomes severely destructive. I mean, you see videos of, of floods carrying cars and tearing up bridges and roads and ripping them up and taking houses and big buildings at. You see, what do these winds and rains represent? Well, you and I understand we are going to have trials in our life. And these are natural occurrences. That's just the way life is. Jesus never told us, hey, I'm going to remove you from any trial. He told you, look, if they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. If they hated me, they're going to hate you. Sickness and death is in life. Evil is in life. But I'm going to be here with you through it. And, and so these, these occurrences are natural, and it's the trials that you and I will face. And the difference is of how we will respond or withstand these trials that are going to come regardless of your age or where you're at or who you are. The difference is going to be your faith foundation. Is it founded upon a rock or is it founded upon sand? And so this first person builds on this solid rock. But the second person builds on what I would refer to as a sketchy foundation, so the second believer took the same time to build, but did so without it being on a solid foundation. I think one of the saddest aspects of this passage, and also the one in Matthew, is they both invested the same amount of time, but one did something with what he heard, and the other one did not. And so you think about the person sitting in class, and they go through a whole semester, all the classes, uh, they do the homework, they do everything that's required of them, they make a good grade, they build a solid foundation. And then you got the other person who invests all the same time. They're there for the classes, the lectures, uh, they don't do the homework, they don't do the exams, they don't do the work, right? But they invest the same time to hear, and they build on a sandy foundation or no foundation. It's so sad because they both invest the same amount of time, but one did not do with what he heard. And Jesus started that, why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Why would you even say you're a Christian? But notice both are building a house. So from the outside, you can't tell. Because the foundation is one of those things that is hidden underground typically. It's one of those things you, you see with the least part of your eye. 
And so as you think about a Christian, think about five Christians standing side by side, and they all say they're believers. And three of them could be building on a solid foundation, and two of them not. But you can't tell the difference because they say, Lord, Lord, that they look, they go through the motions and all these things. But when the wind and the rain, the natural occurrences of life, the trials, the heartaches, the hard times come Guess what happens? They cannot withstand. Remember the first person that says it could not shake that house. You want to be an unmovable and unshakable Christian? Build your house upon a rock. How do you do that? We build a solid faith foundation as we're going to walk through uh, these six essential building blocks. Make sure we're focusing on them. Make sure we're solid in these areas. But notice here, he that teareth and doeth not is like a man without a foundation, but he still built a house upon the earth against the which the stream did beat vehemently, and it, watch this, and immediately it fell. Matthew 6, 7, 26 tells us that it was built upon sand. So what comes to your mind when you think about sand in contrast to a rock? Well, sand is soft. It's very pliable. It's movable. Think about it. It shifts with the wind and rain. If you've ever been to the beach and put your feet in the the sand close to the water, the water will bring sand over your feet, and the water will take the sand off your feet. If the wind's blowing, you'll feel that sand blowing off those dunes, and you'll see the dunes, how they're windblown, how the wind moves them and shapes them. Essentially, sand allows outside forces to mold it and to control it, where the rock has its own mold. Outside forces can't do but so much to the rock. The rock really does to other things. The rock can dent or smash or break, but not sand. You can put sand in your hand, and as you move your hand, your hand is what molds it. Your hand is what makes it take its shape. And so sand is so soft, it's pliable. It is not a place or a way to build a sound sound foundation. So what is different here? This person heard but did not practice or implement what he or she heard. They had the appearance but not the essentials that were needed. And notice the fall was great. You know, we had a tree a couple years ago when we lived up in the mountains, and uh, it was a beautiful maple tree, about three, four foot from the house, big, large tree. All the the limbs looked great. Leaves grew on it like a beautiful tree. And uh, up there, you do get high winds on a normal basis and never had any problem. We did have a little storm come through, and we were out of town. We came back, and that tree had fallen towards the house, but thankfully, another tree had caught it. And you say, what on earth happened? And I got up close to examine the tree, and on the inside, it was completely hollow. From the outside, it looked like a beautiful maple tree. But on the inside, it was there was nothing. There was no support. There was no core to it. That's just like you and I saying we're a Christian. We look the look. We walk the walk. But on the inside, there's no foundation. There's no doing what Jesus says. There's no believing uh, what the Word of God says. And therefore, the Bible says here, when that tree fell, it was a great fall. And it's interesting, both in Matthew chapter 7 and Luke chapter 6, it says, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Notice it fell quickly. It fell immediately. And notice that it fell completely. It's not just like, the hey, the shutter blew off. Let's put it back on. A shingle blew off. Let's put it back on. That's what happens to a person who builds on a rock. But here the wind came, and it destroyed it. Why did it say the fall was great? Think about that. Because one, it took people by surprise. They were not expecting it. Secondly, there's a testimony here. Not only did they fall, but they've aligned themselves with Christ. So essentially, there's a mark on his name. 
they, they tore down their testimony, which hurts the cause of Christ. And can I say, anytime that a Christian falls, it is great. I've seen over the years in media, even personally, that I've seen Christian leaders have fallen, whether it be morally or in other different ways, and it affects not only themselves, but sometimes it can affect family, children, and then a congregation of people. And they struggle. They struggle to find out what's going on. They struggle to, to know if what they've been believing is true, and they struggle to, to, to go through all this stuff. So a person as a Christian who identifies and says, I'm a Christian, Lord, Lord, and falls, the fall is great. It's detrimental. So you and I must make sure we're building it right. So right now, what are you building your life on? Is it on a solid foundation? Is it on a rock? Or is it on a sketchy foundation? Is it on the sand? As the trials of life come, the heartaches, are you going to withstand and not be shaken? Or are you going to allow the outside influences to mold you, break you, and ultimately destroy you? Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.